Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, your love to every one of your children here in Beauty for Ashes. Lord, we just thank you for this time. Thank you for the wonderful worship and your presence with each one of us in our respective homes. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth. Let your words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power. That Lord, your, your keep, the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so uh, today, yeah, God has, as always, something very wonderful for all of his children. They're so glad to be part of his family. You know, while it seems dark and uh, hopeless outside, when sometimes, you know, people send all those messages that uh, this uh, situation in the world is going to like, you know, last for how long or, you know, but we are so privileged, aren't you? <laughs> don't you feel so blessed, you know, that we are, uh, don't have to, to be in that fear, in that place where um, we, we have to take that as part of life, you know, that everything is bleak and dark and, you know, just expecting the worst and hoping that, uh, you know, you and your family don't get the COVID and all that. Isn't, aren't you, aren't you feeling so blessed? Yeah. And there's so many more out there, just like what uh, Wendy shared this morning, right? That need to be part of God's family so that they can, you know, it's strange sometimes when we in the world, we say that, oh, if people are suffering, then you mustn't smile. <laughs> you know, then it shows that you really care for them. Actually, we are, we are able to smile, we are able to laugh, we are able to continue to enjoy God's goodness despite whatever is happening. And let's really um, see today. You know, trust that what God has has for us will help us to see again and again. You know how how big, how good, and as you can see the title this morning, how generous. All right, Jesus and our Father God. That's what was said earlier this morning, right? He's big. Us, we have not been seeing. You know, everything how big and how good God is. Not only to us, there are many out there. You know, there's, uh, when we started this ministry uh, a while later, there was this verse that came to me in uh, John, that God, and you know, just, just now we were talking about the good shepherd, Jesus. There are many other sheep who are, God has many other sheep who are not of this fold that he wants to bring in. But it is true, each and every one of us here, okay? All right. So that, I know every time I sit here, I always think of others who are not here. <laughs> Do you think of that? You know, I mean, even people I don't know, I just feel that 
they are just somewhere out there suffering or lonely or feeling depressed and down. Not, not to have, you know, uh, to make this a big church or anything, but can you feel that there are others and it's for us to just, you know, see them and call them in? All right, because this is the love of the Father. This is the love of Jesus. So today, Jesus and our generous Father God. And I love the, as usual, our designer, <laughs> spiritual designer, Evelyn, who did the, now I just don't do the cover already. I leave it to her. So beautiful, right? Everything is getting bigger and brighter and more glorious. Jesus and our, let's, let's uh, look into the word, okay? Into a um, incident, right? When Jesus was here, where in Matthew chapter 14, and when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude. See the word multitude, right? It's a lot, a lot of people. Right? And he was moved to be compassion for them. Jesus is in each one of us. So when we read about Jesus, we are reading about ourselves. <laughs> okay? How Jesus think, how Jesus feel, right? Is actually what he has put inside us. Yeah, we are all in Christ, right? Yeah. So he was moved with compassion. So this is uh, what we will, uh, will teach more in the uh, Spirit Man Development or uh, Hidden Man of the Heart Development session to realize that this is the new nature that God has put inside us. Okay, no longer are we trying to be like Jesus. Okay, but he, have and he has enabled us to feel like he feels. He's the air that we breathe, right? Yeah, Evelyn. I, I love that, that, that worship song. Anytime you sing that song, the anointing just comes in, right? Because he is the El Shaddai. He is the, you know, the God who gave us the bread. And he healed all those who were sick. As usual, that is our Jesus, right? When he sees anyone in need or of whether of healing or provision, he will just do it <laughs> because that is his heart. So after that, he went when it was evening, his disciples came to him. That's like, you know, all of us, <laughs> God's disciples, <laughs> thronging at Jesus. Yeah, sitting at his feet right now, saying, this is a deserted place. And the hour is already here late. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. So as we read along, we will roughly know uh, how many is the multitude at this point of time, right? Where they were following uh, Jesus. So there was a, a big number of people. That's why it's called multitude. But Jesus said to them, so now uh, we just started the service, <laughs> so not hungry yet, okay? <laughs> right? So they were having very long already, right? Uh, a session and they were just, you know, Jesus was already teaching them, healing them, and it was getting late. So he probably talked from morning until evening. 
<laughs> so if I do like that, then you all will be in that group <laughs> of the multitudes or that are uh, late already, okay? And they don't, they are not in their homes, all right? They're in a deserted place where there is no food. So Jesus said to them, you know, I think every word in the in the Bible is comes alive, you know, when uh, when you have the, when the Holy Spirit. Imagine Jesus talking to us this morning. Let this uh, this time when Jesus was talking be so real to you in your room this morning, because this is what Jesus is talking, right? He never he's talking to each one of his disciples, whom we are today, and he is. Is here, right? Very present this morning. And Jesus said to them, you know, disciples as usual, no matter how many miracles they see Jesus do, <laughs> they always go back into the, uh, the natural realm. And then they look at the natural and they said, Jesus, you know, they need to send them away. But Jesus said to them, to us, you know, it's like, you know, every time you see the disciples, it's like this. <laughs> so we talk like that, right? But God, God is going to change us to talk like Jesus. Huh? They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. <laughs> what a wonderful savior we have. He doesn't look the way we see things in the natural. <laughs> they see multitudes. Actually, at the end, you know, it's about maybe 15,000, right, plus women and children there. Uh, right now, we only uh, have maybe 10 over people here. So can you imagine about 15,000 plus women and children? That's quite a lot of people, right? That's why the, yeah. So they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. If today we have this task, <laughs> Robert and Joan, yeah, to feed 15,000 people, <laughs> right? Jesus tell you, Anna, not me. Jesus said to them, okay, you give them something to eat. We will scratch our head, right? And then uh, Robert will say, I have to go market. <laughs> okay, the market also don't have enough food for 15,000 people, right? But Jesus didn't always as usual, okay? So a wonderful thing about, you know, this time uh, in his presence, like Joan and, uh, you know, uh, Randy and all of you who were speaking a bit just now, right? Is that we come into the other realm. Remember, there are always two realms, the natural realm and the spiritual realm. And here we can, when we are together and hearing his word, to open our eyes, the Holy Spirit is here so that we are not so looking into the natural realm because we are spirit being born again and have access to this spiritual realm that Jesus always, you know, never left him. Okay, so you give them something to eat. So Jesus sees things very differently, right? He saw them as having something to give them. So you would say he already saw into uh, no more the, the future, into the long day. <laughs> okay, uh, if you heard the, the last uh, previous uh, last week's revelation or message, it is so wonderful. From uh, last week's uh, uh, sermon on the uh, do not worry about tomorrow. <laughs> okay, it is one whole day. 
you know, because that is, there's no more tomorrow after Jesus, just like in heaven, right? So it's one long day, okay? And he already saw further a bit what the, uh, actually, he, he didn't see further, he just saw the, net, the spiritual realm next to, parallel to the physical realm. In the physical realm, the disciples do not have uh, physical food to feed 5,000 men, another probably 5,000 women, their wives and children. Don't have. You're using the five senses. Okay? But Jesus is sitting with them. And he saw differently. Can you imagine if we can see differently? What will our lives be like? <laughs> the two realms. And we see exactly how Jesus see. Jesus saw that they have. When they saw that they don't have. Because they were depending on their five senses. So he said, you have. You give them. They answered. See? The disciples seeing into the physical realm again. <laughs> this whole beautiful ashes ministry. The whole ministry of Jesus is to help us no longer see the physical realm as that's it. This is what it is, you know. But to see the way Jesus sees, because we come from above, we're born from heaven. This is just, this is not our country. <laughs> okay? We are not permanent resident here. Okay, We are permanent resident in heaven. We come from there. Okay, so that's why Ephesians chapter 1, right? Paul prays this prayer. God, open the eyes of your church, of your believers, that they may see. See what? So we see everything, huh? <laughs> we can see everything, but what we see is just the natural, which is the limited realm. Okay, but if God opens our eyes, we see the unlimited realm, the realm of all the resources, all the supply, not just in heaven, but here on this earth that is accessible to every one of his children. Okay, so they answered. Okay, so we, we, we will not answer like this anymore, okay? <laughs> okay, yeah, amen. Okay, because they were in the natural realm. But after they were got born again, the disciples, yeah, the Holy Spirit came upon them, right? They were no longer talking like this anymore. <laughs> but it's said that, you know, Christian born again already, still in this, this realm. Okay? So this is the, to take us out. The Holy Spirit wants to take us out because this is the last day. All right? We will live as Jesus lived, walk as he walked. Evangelize this world like the apostles did. And they answered, all we have is five barley loaves and two fish. Ah, now I'm very clear, yeah? Five and two. <laughs> okay, five loaves of bread and two fishes. Five plus two, seven. <laughs> okay. Ah, so that's, that's all he had. And that is also, also not theirs, right? It's from a little boy's lunch. So... But uh, from the disciple Matthew, that's what he, he saw, okay? And all of them answered, you know, 
all 12 disciples saw in the natural. At least in 12, maybe one can see differently, right? But they all saw the same thing. Thank God, uh, you know, when we see in the spiritual realm, it's not our own effort. Today, we already and have the ability to do it. And the Lord is ever willing to open our eyes through the Holy Spirit, if we want. So they only saw five and two. And then Jesus uh, is like, five and two can fit 5,000, cannot even fit uh, Joan and Robert's uh, customers, right? <laughs> he always, you know, do, I don't know, 20, 30 packs. <laughs> so five loaves and two fish, not enough, right? That's probably how, uh, how many, maybe two, 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 two persons can eat <laughs> because it was just one person's meal. Let's, you know, really see this because it is not this story or this incident. Most of you would have heard it already. I think so, right? Yeah, everyone. Hey, today, Linda is not here. Uh, not Linda, what's her name? Lillian, uh, Lillian is not here this morning. Okay, other than uh, that, most of us would have heard this uh, incident of the, the, this miracle, right? But I want you to go back to it and see it a different way. Because we, if you don't see this, this miracle will never happen in your life. And it will be just one of the stories. No. God doesn't want this to be just a story. Every single incident that is written in the Bible can be realized in our lives. All right? Every single miracle is still present because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and <laughs> forever. Okay? Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It means what? Whatever he did yesterday, in the time, all right, in that time, 2,000 years ago, he's still the same Jesus today. All right, so Pastor Piara, he can fit all the, the, the you can fit, not see, huh? <laughs> right? because he say you, you have it, okay, can fit all the people who are hungry in Cambodia. I think Cambodia, the population is bigger than uh, Malaysia and Singapore. So, so let's see this as we have committed this time to the Holy Spirit. Let's see this whole incident in a very different, uh, from different eyes, okay? From the spiritual, your spiritual eyes. Each one of you has spiritual eyes. Your spirit man have got the five senses, all right? Your eyes, spirit eyes, spirit ears, spirit feel, all right? Let's see it from there and the taste. Because we need to, today we are talking about food. <laughs> so I hope you all had your breakfast. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, you may suddenly want to eat the loaves because so delicious. This is miracle food. Okay. So we're going to see differently yeah, today as in every other session. I will not let you all see from the five senses. Otherwise, it will just be another story and it's all wasted. Okay. So all we have is five. And Jesus said, okay, in the natural realm, you only have five loaves, two fishes. Maybe that is amount to 10 US dollar. Is it Piara? <laughs> or three Singapore dollar. You know, my, my son was telling me the other day, he's in Phnom Penh now, okay, where Cambodia. And they say that for them, those who are working in Cambodia, expatriates and all that for Malaysia and Singapore, they eat USD $8 one meal. 
okay, one one lunch or one dinner cost USD eight. And this USD eight for the Cambodian, they can eat for one week. <laughs> Correct or not, Pastor Vera? <laughs> can you imagine? We are so blessed already, you know. We eat, we can eat, and they had they had eat for one whole week. So he also told me, you know, that really uh, the the people there, okay, really need the need actually what they need is they need God, <laughs> they need Jesus, and then to be able to see how good God is, right? They need. To see Jesus, and when they see Jesus, Jesus will supply all their needs. So if they just look at, they need just the food, the daily bread, right? Just now you say, it will finish, isn't it? Any of you can eat eat your lunch, and then after that, still go on, <laughs> continue eating and continue eating. You you cook, and then it's no right. It will finish once whatever you have consumed is gone. But this is. The miracle here. What do you do with what you have so that it will never stop? Okay? Give it to Jesus. That's what Jesus said. All right? Let me have them. Let me have your eight USD, your, your two loaves, uh, two, five loaves, two fishes, whatever you have. Okay? Let me have them. <clears throat> give it to Jesus because he will do something with it and then he will never, he won't finish. So, the word five. Alright, we've heard about five so much, okay? Uh, because we are all in grace, right? So, grace is the number five. And a five in um, Greek is how to pronounce this? Better pronounce this properly. <laughs> Follow the phonetic. Pente, te, 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 te. Any te around Chinese surname. Pente, pente. Okay, so remember, pente is number five. This is our favorite number, pente, or number five. Okay, number five. Uh, this is a little explanation about number five. Okay, so in the Bible, every number has meaning especially the first few numbers. A lot of numbers have meaning, right? Number five is a symbol of God's grace. It's also a number that symbolizes God's kindness and favor to humankind. So God's grace is the favor of God, all right, through his, uh, shown by God through his uh, unconditional love. Okay, everything comes from love first. God is love. All right, from that love, he sent unconditional love, agape. Jesus came, right? The word became flesh. So Jesus came from the God of love, the God of unconditional love. And Jesus is what? Truth and grace, we will see. So Jesus is grace personified, okay? The Ten Commandments also easily divided into two parts. There are five commandments each. The first one is dedicated to relationship between person and God. 
there you can have a look at that. And the second five commandments in the 10 are dedicated to the way people treat people. That means one is for the first five horizontal, the second five is first five is vertical, the second five is horizontal. So there you have five plus five or so become 10. It is just the grace. You know, everywhere is God is showing throughout the whole Bible. Grace. Grace is undeserved, unmerited favor. That means you and me and whole humankind does not deserve the goodness of God. Okay? But yet God shows it being our good, generous Father, God. The God and God's, the God's law consists of five books. There's the Old, old, uh, old Testament, which are called Pentateuch. All right, so the first five books, Genesis, Exodus, uh, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Okay, so those of you who are in the foundation class, I hope that even if you cannot memorize this, you roughly know the books of the Bible. Okay, so that when you hear one book, you didn't say, oh, who, what book is that? Or who, whose name is that? Okay, know that it is at least from the Bible. So the five, the first five, where God's law is put inside there. Remember about God's law? In the new covenant, is already written in our hearts, in our mind. That is the hearts consisting of uh, the, uh, the, the, the soul area plus the conscience. So this part is already now today in Christ, we have his law already in our heart. Our circumcision is the heart. So this Pentateuch, hopefully this is the correct pronunciation, are the first five books. And in the New Testament, you have four Gospels and the book of Acts. Acts of the Holy Spirit or the Acts of the, actually Acts of the Holy Spirit through the apostles. So again, right, it is a number that shows God's grace. Okay, God's goodness and favor. You cannot not know God and not know his favor. Then you are knowing the wrong God. <laughs> or, you know, that's why uh, Moses, you know, he couldn't enter the promised land uh, because he was told only to strike the, the rock for the water to come up once, but he strike twice. It's like uh, a bit of a misrepresenting God, you know, that God doesn't want to give to his people. <laughs> That's how, what we have been thinking all along in our minds, right? That maybe God don't want to give so much, a little bit okay, not that much. Wrong, wrong mind uh, thinking about God, right? We're going to think the way God thinks in order to live the way God planned for our lives on this earth. So number two, Okay, so five, five loaves is showing, uh, you know, Jesus said, give that to me. I'm going to do something with it. It's the grace. It's going to do something that the people don't deserve in their sin. And then there are two, two fishes, right? Number two, similar to number one, symbolizes integrity. It's an integrity provided by God, like God's creation, man and woman united through marriage into one. Number two leads to number one, leads to God's power and God. So that's why today I title it Father as well as God. You want to see, uh, in case we link to our natural father, nothing wrong with them, but they don't have the power. <laughs> okay, only God has the power. 
Okay, so he is our, the God who has created this universe, with the power to create the universe and everything that's in it is also our very personal Heavenly Father. In number two, we can see God the Father and God the Son that compose one divine power. So in this uh, incident or miracle, it's a real one, it's not a parable. Okay? So you're going to see God and the Father, I'm sorry, Jesus, the Son and the Father at work. And two also uh, means uh, testimony in the, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. Okay, so from the Bible, we know two is a testimony. Two people, all right, need to testify the same thing. So one, the first son, Adam, led humanity to sin, or the second son, Jesus, brought humanity to eternal life and salvation. So very significant, the five loaves and the two fishes. Okay, so when we realize that we need to see God as a God of grace, a good father who keep on giving us things that we don't deserve. And the second thing is that he is powerful. <laughs> okay. Because many times you may think, ah, okay, I know God, you are good. But then we, we seem to think that God don't have, have the ability to do at least something good for us, which he has. It can be seen here. All right. The father and the son working together. And they were about, for they were about 5,000 men. And he said to his disciples, make them sit down by 50s in a company. Well, it's very interesting, this whole episode, you know, incident. Five loaves, two fishes. There were about 5,000 men. Okay, so the plus men and women, the, the Bible didn't see the, the need to actually say how many other women are there. Because the significance is in the number five. Okay, so from five loaves, two fishes, then there are 5,000 men. And Jesus did tell them to sit, tell the disciples to seat them in 50s. Again, five, 5,000, and then 50. What is God trying to tell us? <clears throat> 5,000, another, see now you, you, when you see the Greek word penta, then you know it comes from the word start with five, right? Um, 5,000. It is, wait, uh, it is times, it's five times a thousand. Okay, so it starts from five, it times 1,000 equals 5,000. Correct? Fifties. <laughs> All right, it's another five times 10. So 5,000 divided by 5,500 50, groups were seated. 50, a multiplicative of 5, 5 times 10. All multiplied, all right? Okay, after everyone was seated, so you have that in mind, right? Start all with number 5 and always all multiplied. There's a 50 there, there's a 5,000 there. After everyone was seated, see how good God is. Everyone can sit down. <laughs> Today in Zoom, everyone sit down. Those days we all stand up. Right? Oh, after the preaching, we sit down. Huh? Okay, during the preaching. Okay, Jesus took the five loaves and two fish. And remember, 
they gave it to him, right? He asked from them, give them to me. So he didn't force them. And gazing into the heavenly realm, GPT is very, very good. Bring out this one. So always be conscious whenever you are moving around in your life. All right. Be conscious. Are you, are you moving and thinking in the five sense realm or the spiritual realm? We are so automatic, <laughs> automatic robot. <laughs> you know, we just do things that we used to do every day for the past 20 years, 30 years, 50 years. And all are done in the natural realm. At least before Jesus comes, let's start doing something in the spiritual realm. Okay? Why not? You know, because this is the realm that we belong to. Okay? The heavenly realm. Every one of us have the ability to enter this realm and to move in this realm. And Jesus took what was given to him, the five loaves. So it can be, today it can resemble money and resemble things, all right? But he took it and he gazed into the heavenly realm. So from the natural realm, he put it into the heavenly realm. That's, this is very similar to our tithing, especially our tithing, tithing and offering, right? Because in Hebrews, it says that, right? When we give the tithes or when we bring, actually, the word here is bring. In, in one of the versions also, it says, bring your, the five loaves to me, to Jesus. So, and tithing is not giving, okay? It's bringing because it's actually what belongs to God. So it says, bring, bring it to me. So but it's to Jesus. So when we tithe, we are giving to the Lord in the spiritual realm. Or we are putting it into his hands. And that's what he's going to do with it. <laughs> Okay, so Jesus, in, the, in this incident, he took it and he took the five loaves, two fishes. Okay, two fishes represent he and God going to do something, right? Yeah, and the five is the grace. Okay, his love for you and me, for humanity, for the 5,000 uh, men, women, and children. He gazed there into the heavenly. So most of us will gaze where? We will look at the five loaves and two fishes. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, at our dollar notes going to fly away already. <laughs> okay, okay God, uh, this is my price. We gaze there, right? No, it says when you give it to hands, then gaze up, gaze at Jesus, right? Because this is the example of Jesus, okay, for us. How do we handle all this, all right? So he. Look up and he thanked, gave thanks for the food, for the provision, for the supply, all right, for whatever, okay, today, this, this, this represents. So, give thanks. That's why it, the, our tithing testified that Jesus is alive, okay, because today, people don't even have job, don't even have uh, a salary or profits to thank God for, okay, but you have. Right, because Jesus is alive. So go into the spiritual realm with your tithes and thank the Lord that you have a job, that you, you have finances, you have food to eat. And then see what God do. In the presence of the disciples, 
he broke off pieces of bread and the fish and kept giving more to each disciple to do what? To give to the crowd or to the multitudes. Crowd is not the correct, not a very good translation, but the other parts are okay. The, 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 the original word is the word multitudes because crowd is like, to me, it's very small. Huh? <laughs> a multitude is bigger. So as Jesus gave thanks all right, with the Father and then to the Father and there was this thing that was happening. <laughs> this is the miracle. It was multiplying before their eyes. So now what was in the spiritual has manifested into the natural. So this, the disciples at that time only got physical eyes. <laughs> they cannot see spiritual. <laughs> okay, so God has to come, Jesus has to come to their level. But he brought back what was natural. There are five loaves and two fishes and turn it become a miracle of multiplication. And God didn't just drop it from heaven and then, you know, fed the 5,000. He wanted the, the disciples to experience this wonderful miracle of being able to feed others. Isn't that wonderful? Because why? Inside our hearts, in the disciples' heart, they were going to be transformed. At that time, not yet, because Jesus haven't died yet. God was going to give them right, new spirits and new hearts of compassion like Jesus had, which is for humanity, for people. So they are going to experience the joy of what God experienced in feeding his people, in giving food, Relief, you know, providing as a father. That joy he wants to give to all of you. Okay, so it's not just you eat and then happy. <laughs> you miss out one joy, okay? The greatest joy of the father is to be able to supply, bless, heal, save souls. That's why God didn't just, uh, you know, say, oh, yeah, so many souls are... Why don't you pray and pray for them to be saved? You can pray until this one. But if you don't go out, who to bring them in, right? It's in Romans, isn't it? Right? Where Paul says, how beautiful are the feet of those who go out and preach the gospel. Right? We are today Jesus' hands and Jesus' feet and Jesus' mouth and Jesus' eyes and his heart. Okay? He has given us this wonderful privilege where we can share in procreation, in seeing someone becoming a new creation, in bringing someone to come to know Jesus. If you have still haven't ever, you know, led someone to the Lord. Okay, if you have led one, I hope that you will feel you want to do more. Okay, but if not yet, then ask God. All right, when they say us, <laughs> the verse, right? Us, ask God. It's an experience that you wouldn't want to miss out, you know, to share Jesus. Sharing Jesus first to save soul, I mean, as for them to be to receive the Lord, that is the greatest joy because all heaven rejoice. And then after that, sharing whatever you have, sharing this beautiful Zoom meeting, you know, for others to come in and feel the peace, like what, uh, Evelyn Go was saying, right? She felt so much peace in the last few months, right? And 
we have with her the desire to share with others, right? It's the presence of God, not only on Saturday and Sunday, but every day of our lives. Something has changed, right? Because we have been brought into the spiritual realm where the, the love of God is there, the peace of God, and also the provision, the goodness, the protection of God from COVID or whatever sickness, okay, to, to God. It's, every sickness is already named in Deuteronomy 28, all the curses, including, you say, oh, the, the Bible is written 4,000 years, uh, 2,000 years ago, right? They don't have COVID at that time. They don't have, you know, the name uh, AIDS at that time. But if you read that, there is a, a verse inside that. See, it's inspired by Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit has no time, right? God, God knows already when is uh, what else is coming and you put there whatever sickness that you know that will come is already included there any sickness which means not all sickness was uh, uh, forgotten by jesus on the cross everything was put on his body our guilt our sin and sickness so i just want to say don't miss out on this joy don't go to heaven and then um, yes, we are talking about grace, but this is something uh, we are, most of us here have been some time, right, as a, uh, a Christian or knowing Jesus. I just pray that none of you will reach heaven and then don't know what it's like to have brought someone else with you. <laughs> don't miss out that joy because when you're there, it's for eternity already, no more chance, right? Evelyn Zoe, right? No more chance already, quickly go. Then, Turn around. Is there anyone whom you brought to the Lord? <laughs> I say, yeah, yeah. Can go back home. Uh. I mean, go back down. Uh. I just say, can already. Uh. Yes, you will enjoy heaven, definitely. But it will be even more enjoyable when you have, you know, have someone who has, whom you have personally led to him. Okay? Right. So, kept giving more to each disciple to give to the crowd. This is God's will, okay? Forget about ever asking God to do this, do that, <laughs> do that, you know? Sometimes we think God is a, the, the servant, uh, you know? He already done. Jesus already done everything, okay? So God save my so-and-so, save my so-and-so. And God say, uh, yeah, I will. You go. <laughs> you go. You just need to open your mouth, all right? So there is a place where also God do through someone else. Okay, I'm not saying that there isn't right where, where it is really uh, you know difficult. The goodness of grace of God is there, especially family members. All right, but non-family members, you go, you walk. Huh? <laughs> None of us are lame here, right? If you are lame, then we pray for healing. Okay. As uh, Robert Lowe pray for you for healing of the legs, then you can walk. Okay, no one is lame here. Everyone has our uh, legs to walk. Everyone got mouth. You know, no one is mute here. If there's mute, then we will pray for miracle to to this. God gave us a whole body complete to do what? <laughs> okay, to, to do what is in his heart. And then there is a there is a joy when God said, when Jesus gave more to each disciple to give to the I just stuck here already <laughs> because this is this is something that uh, God shared with us just like when God created Adam and Eve 
he could have just created the whole population, humanity at one go. But he let Adam and Eve share in procreation. Two of them, okay, others you see, uh, and then become, don't know how many billions, right, throughout. So this is something, it was, you know, he wants you to see, God wants you to enjoy as his disciples, as his children, sons and daughters, to, and to see the multiply not for yourself only, okay, for the people that you share this wonderful uh, realm with, this wonderful Jesus with, okay? They can see it through their hand. So when the miracle happened, then you say to Pastor Stephanie, oh yeah, only Pastor Stephanie get excited. <laughs> okay, why? I don't want. I want to share with all of you, right? You also can feel the excitement, all right? And the everlasting joy, okay? Of the multiplication, the miracles of healing, provision, all right? Not for yourself only, but through you for others, okay? And everyone acts. So there it was happening. Okay, from the five loaves and two fishes, the, the disciples were the one who kept on, all right, taking out the, the food that didn't stop. And they gave it to the crowd, to the multitudes. And everyone ate. Okay, still not hungry, right? <laughs> Shouldn't be hungry. Maybe I didn't take breakfast. When you have spiritual food, the, 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 the physical just go on suspension. <laughs> everyone ate until they were, they were, they want some more? <laughs> ah, we go to uh, Wendy's place or uh, Robert Lowe's place. You don't eat until this word will happen. You eat until you are satisfied. Until you say, oh, no more already. Please, John, don't give me some more already. Because after that, they got dessert. <laughs> and then after that, koya. You know, this is how Jesus feed us. Okay? This is how Jesus treat us. Remember the grace. Number grace. All right? Number five. All right? All right? When you begin to see this in the, in the spiritual world, it will manifest in the natural for yourself and for the people that God has put the love, the, the agape love for them. It is not your own, okay? Until they were satisfied. So we, when we go to uh, Joan and Robert place, we, we won't say, I want some more, I want some more. We already eat until we want to burst already. So I have to go toilet after that. <laughs> then come back and eat. <laughs> okay? Now this is how God treats us. Huh? Yes. This is how God treats us. Until you're satisfied, you're not satisfied, then he gives you some more. This is the generous God you will see. And they all saw it. Jesus uh, did it in front of her, his, his disciples. For the food was added. It was multiplied in front of their eyes. The word is multiplied. Multiplied. Okay, they, they picked up the leftovers and filled up 12 baskets full. So after everyone eat until today, we say eat until pow, 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 the what more? Yeah. <laughs> they don't give me anymore. He said, Wendy, don't cook already. Enough, enough, enough. <laughs> don't want already. Okay, so, but because the time don't have a, a over, over food. Okay, so this is how they pick up after that, someone got extra. 
left over tapau, <laughs> tapau. Okay, so also I go to Jones place also tapau one. Okay, tapau my chili fish back. So leftovers twelve, one for each of the apostle, right? So one day we we'll all come together, right? We we'll eat until satisfied. So five thousand men were fed, in addition to many women and children. <clears throat> If you feel full or not, if you feel very powerful, <laughs> talking about this also, right? Eat until satisfied. And Jesus said, of his fullness have we all received, all right? Grace for grace, John chapter 1. And now, out of his fullness, you know this word fullness, satisfied, full life, full stomach. This is how God wants to bless us or feed us and how he wants us to do likewise to others. Now, out of his fullness, we are all fulfilled. And from him, we receive grace, keep upon more grace. This is what we call the favor of God. We receive it. All right, the blessing, not for first for you and then for others. Upon grace, every day is more and more, but don't eat until become too fat, right? So, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. <clears throat> okay, the word grace, okay, since we're all in grace from the Bible, we need to know a little bit the meaning, right? Grace is charis, uh, charis is a uh, that which offers joy. Oh, you see the food that you like? Uh, is it Ruba? I don't know. You all like Starbucks drink. Uh? <laughs> Wait, I can't see her in this now. Okay, so every time you all is like Evelyn and it's like every time Starbucks. Like, ah, okay. Yeah, oh, it feels joy, right? See, happy already. Oh, see, Rose Molly from ear, uh, ear to ear already. So whatever you like, right, it gives you joy, isn't it? And this is grace. This is part of grace. Don't, she don't like, let's say, I don't know, anything you don't like, Ruth? <laughs> I think she likes all everything, right? <laughs> that is nice. Okay, surely got something. That you don't go and purposely give the person something you don't like. That, this is not our God, right? Right? Uh, you, you always give something that the person like, right? <clears throat> Pleasure. Oh. I want to see to this morning how, how God actually treats us and wants us to treat others and have the ability to, to bless others this way. To bring joy into our lives, to bring pleasure into your life, delight, sweetness, if you have a sweet tooth, charm, loveliness, grace of speech, goodwill, loving kindness, favor, the merciful kindness by which God exerts his holy influence upon, a token of proof of grace, a benefit. God won't give you losses <laughs> if you are doing business, right? <laughs> because, you know, what we believe and what we think, this is how God is, that's how God will, it will, it will happen to you, All right? But when we have a different opinion of God, a different uh, thinking of God, according to the word of God, that is what is going to happen to you. 
All right, God delights in making it happen to you and through you as his children and disciples. These are all good, good things, right? No one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor. I like this one. Remember what Jesus did just now when he took the five loaves and two fishes and he gazed into the heavenly realm, right? He says, no one, John says, has ever gazed into the fullness of God's splendor, the glory, the fullness. Jesus gazed into it, right? And today we can gaze into that fullness. And what did Jesus see? Which was different from what the disciples saw. Now you're all very clear, yeah? The disciples only saw five loaves and two fishes, the limitations of whatever they have in the natural realm. But when you gaze into the spiritual realm or the heavenly realm or the fullness of God's splendor, the God's glory, except the, uh, what will you see? Jesus saw different. Jesus saw ample supply. Jesus saw and know that there, is, there will be enough food to fishes and loaves to go around for the 5,000 plus plus people, the multitude there. Then you see differently. <laughs> Imagine you see differently. What's going to happen? You'll be able to bring that from the heavenly realm, what you see there into the natural realm, the multiplication. It says, accept the uniquely beloved son. So Jesus saw that realm with the father partnership, who is cherished by the father and held close to his heart. So first you must know you are cherished by the father. Okay? Cherish is what? <laughs> yeah, those who got children, you know what is cherish, right? All right? Robert and Joan cherished the two uh, children. All right? Catherine cherished the three uh, uh, children and so forth. All of you all. The biggest number, the number of five, Pastor Chinglan. <laughs> <laughs> number five okay so she cherished all of them okay don't take any one of them or she won't give them away <laughs> okay so you cherish that means you treasure they are very very precious to you precious right you cherish then close to his heart that's why we must know you are close to the father's heart not because you're a good boy or good girl right but because of you belong to Jesus. You believe in Jesus. You took, you believe that, you know, and accepted him to be your Lord and your personal savior. Okay? And you believe that he is your healer. He's your Jehovah Rapha. He's Jehovah Jireh, your provider, your, your banner, you know, Jehovah Nisi, your righteousness, the kingdom. This, you, you, hold, you, you know, you are so close to God's heart. God. Abba, Father. Or you say, no la, only God love only. <laughs> Maybe Pastor Ching la. Gave her five, gave her five children. No, God can give you five or so, definitely. <laughs> if you want five. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, or more, okay. <clears throat> you are close to the Father's heart. That's why the Bible says, whoever touches you, all right, touches or touch the apple of his eye. Precious one, the one cherished and close to the Father's heart. So when you serve the Lord, when I serve the Lord, I have this precious privilege, this beautiful promise. Yeah, so I'm not afraid of the devil or whoever, all right, that can, you know, try to destroy me or what, because 
I am the apple of God's heart. That is the cherished by the Father. You must see yourself as that, okay, from the word of God. So that the devil cannot put sickness on you, cannot, you know, one, one uh, come against the enemy, come against you one way, he has to flee seven ways. Do you take all these promises into your life as God's children? Yeah, they manifest in my whole journey in life. Okay, they manifest, even how I a little bit naive, bodo, <laughs> you know, people bully me and all that, you know. Yeah, all throughout my whole life, actually, you know. Yet, you know, because I'm the apple of his eye, right, you know, God has put inside me the desire to serve him and all that, right, he, he protect me all the way and and keep on blessing me, you know, from, from his heavenly realm. This is for you also, every one of you. Okay? Close, we are close to his heart. Now, he has unfolded to us the full explanation of who God truly is. This is what it's all about, right? To know who God truly is. And we always think that he's the God who wants to punish us. He's the God of yeah, okay, three, three, three meals. <laughs> some chan, you know, some, some Christians say, oh, I'm okay, you know, I just thought give me three meals a day. Okay. I feel so sad in the heart when I hear this, right? Because it's just about you. How about, why not believe God, the generous God don't only feed you three meals. He can feed 5,000 men plus women and children about 15,000 plus 12 basket full left over. And then we tell God, I just only want three meals a day. <laughs> this is not the real you, okay? So we need to know our identity. We have given ourselves wrong identity, right? The identity today, you and me, is the Christ identity, the God's heart, the generous heart, the one who see 5,000 as it's still not very big, you know. But that's how we see. He has unfolded to us. Jesus, in this miracle, and so many other miracles, like this miracle, right? He has shown the full explanation of who God is. The generosity of God. Isn't it? You think? Yeah, the disciples only saw a boy's lunch, and then he says, this is all we have. Not even enough to feed the, the 12 disciples. But Jesus, in that miracle of multiplying the five loaves and two pieces, fishes, unfolded who God truly is. Right? That God is not only generous, he's able to deliver. And this is what we all are learning about, right? In all the foundation, every session that we hear the preaching of the word, okay, about Jesus and God is how good he is, how generous he is. How powerful he is. Now, 2 Corinthians 9, 10. He that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. You, you look at the Bible, all the promises uh, is all about increase, about multiplying. God's word is very different from ours. Ours is subtract. <laughs> minus, 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 and then below zero. Because we, we give something, then we minus. Then we say, oh, no more already. <laughs> That's our mind. Right? But God, when we give, He already not only add, He start multiplying already. 
See, that is the realm, different realm. All right, he, both minister is to serve, right? Bread for your food. So I provide for you first, don't worry. Huh? <laughs> you will never give and then after that, not have enough for yourself. <laughs> he will give and you have 12 basket food left over. This is how God's mathematics and God's heart, right? Multiply your seed sown. So the seed in this 2 Corinthians 9.10, right, it's talking about uh, giving, right? So seed is one uh, representing one of the things is God's word. Another one is your finances, all right, or whatever you have, okay? Uh, it says that seed that is sown, Okay, not the seed that is still in your pocket. <laughs> and say, oh God, you multiply first my wallet, <laughs> everything inside there, then I will sow it. Right? No, right? For, for those of you who plant, all right, uh, Robert and Joan, all that, you plant, you don't wait for a, a lot, then only you go inside. You plant whatever seed that you have first. Isn't it? If you want a harvest, if you want the, the plant to come up. You don't keep the seed and then wait. Every day look at the seed. The seed won't grow. <laughs> you need to plant the seed into the soil. All right? To part with it, there's a seed have to die, right? So that means part from you. Okay? That's where you need to give it. Give it. So give it to who? Give it to the Lord, right? Give it to, the, to Jesus. Say, give it to me. So when the seed is sown, the part of multiplication is done by God. Okay, Jesus and God, because you give it to Jesus, right? Your tithe and offering. And then together with God in partnership, <laughs> of course, with the Holy Spirit as well, they do something to it. Okay, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. All right, this is a righteous deed, sowing seed. All right, it's just like what Jesus did. Was it righteous? All right, feeding the multitude? Of course. <clears throat> The fruits, it will increase it. Okay, the word multiply in simple English, this is from the dictionary. Obtain from a number, another which contains the first number, a specified number of times. <laughs> Today, a bit of uh, English lesson. But I think it's so interesting because, you know, suddenly God is revealing to us from, uh, I don't know, so the sermons before and last week's sermon and the, 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 the what he also have been doing for me in my life, right? The manifestation of God's goodness in that one day, that one day revelation is really super fantastic. And the God, you know, even this sermon, I don't, don't know what to bear. I just shifted place, you know, and I was having, uh, after shifting, I had went for my second dose. <laughs> so the second dose, I don't know what to expect. I didn't have fever. The sore arm was not as bad, just in slight. But then I had this strange side effect, which is like the uh, tiredness. <laughs> okay, I don't even have energy to talk, <laughs> you know. So I, that's why I said, hold on, all of you. Today I got, got, got it back already. So it was on, I think, two days ago after the jab. So tired. So I never felt so tired before. As if, I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't plus the shifting a little bit, though, of course, uh, uh, Catherine and... Uh, um, but Daphne and Brian helped, you know, but I was just super tired. Actually, uh, what I needed, as what Chengna said, was just asleep. It's really funny, right? So I slept for one hour the first night, and then after that, uh, the whole night, and the next day I was all right, I did. <laughs> so that was a funny side effect. 
you know, but much better than the first one. Uh, no need to review anything, <laughs> just sleep. Maybe God wants me to sleep also. <laughs> okay, so I had a good sleep. So, and then I still don't know what to preach, right? Because in a new place, it's a beautiful, wonderful place that the Lord has given and wonderfully provided. Never imagined. <laughs> and then all oh, you can come. <laughs> this, and my place, very funny one. Can have visitors one. <laughs> so I go prepare everything. It's really, really, really amazing. At this time of lockdown and COVID, we can see the place in one day, in four days, everything done. <laughs> and the reason why I left was so very funny. It's a long story. That's why I didn't have energy to, to share uh, in the last few days. But today, I won't be sharing the full thing, you know, but it's really amazing how God took me out, you know, and put me into a place where now I can go toilet freely. <laughs> Most of you won't understand what, what I'm saying. Okay, but, uh, you know, um, it's just super amazing. And this message, I didn't plan it in line with what happened to me, you know, because I'm still in a little bit of a daze, but the Lord gave, the, the Holy Spirit gave us the message, you know, to for everyone, whatever I'm blessed, Overflow, right? <laughs> you know, in, in this Psalms, uh, it flows from the head and then all the way down. Right? Every one of you are going to experience the tremendous goodness and blessings of God. It is just already destined, you know, and it is how it flows from the top all the way down. Jesus and as a pastor, all the way down, all of you going, I just can see because. I never thought this would be the message. Remember the previous message? I think this was the, the top one. So that was not time to, to preach it, right? The miracle of the five loaves. And then I preached a little bit earlier about the woman, all right? Uh, with the, I think another problem, the healing. But the Lord put everything in perfect time one. And today, he wants to tell us that he is a generous God who uses numbers this way multiply one <laughs> so don't worry you'll multiply so from one number all right number five it multiply to this example multiply by hundred by thousand so whatever you give to god he will multiply it so you will multiply multiply means that same number will go to uh times a certain number and becomes the first number and add in a few more zeros or if it is food, you become, you know, many more. Increase, of course, to increase greatly in number and quantity. So it's not adding. Adding is just one plus one. Okay, It's very slow. Remember, the prophecy for beauty for ashes is what? In Amos. Right? Where God will do a fast work, a quick work, a quick work. All right? And there will be wine coming from the mountains, right, Wendy? <laughs> dripping, <laughs> dripping. Okay, this is, you know, this is the promise of God for this ministry, for all of you. I don't know why, but this is God. It's good, okay? So it's an increase greatly in number and quantity, right? Whether it's provision or souls, okay? We also want souls, okay, because we want them to enjoy the goodness of God in healing, your health will multiply very one times more. How many times more? Five times more, ten, five hundred times more. Your youth will multiply, correct? <laughs> Every one of you are looking younger and younger. So, this is a multiplication where many years are taken off. 
your your health will multiply. Okay, your resources multiply. Your health very important, isn't it? The health multiply. Not the doctor will say, "Wow, <laughs> what? Why you haven't come for so long? Now you come, you're like twenty years younger." <laughs> Yay! Okay, see Wendy now. <laughs> yeah, isn't she looks so good, right? Everyone, okay, this is going to happen. Every one of you today is not your final picture. <laughs> You're going to go younger, more beautiful, more uh, everything, healthy, stronger, every area by multiplication. Okay, that means great in number and quantity. Sown is to plant the seed for growth, especially for scattering. So when you plant your seed, all right, whether it's giving or tithing, just know this, you are planting for growth. That is growth, right? The plant will grow, right? You don't plant and then, you know, don't oh, maybe look at the plant. No, it won't grow one. Lah. <laughs> then you go plant a, a seed and then think this way, it won't grow. So this is how we think, right? Sometimes uh, I give my offering, I give my time, but we never think of it as it will grow. God wants us to think as a farmer, right? That it will grow. And the beautiful thing is to scatter, right? So to set something in motion, when you sow, you are set, setting something in motion, what? In the spiritual realm. So this is the physical realm of planting the physical uh, bayam or choisang or whatever. Now the spiritual one, which is in 2 Corinthians that we read, you are setting something in motion where? In the heavenly realm. The multiplication has already started. Right? Your health has already started. To the mo motion has already begun. Right? The, the, the five times more, ten times more, five thousand times more, five hundred times more. All grace. Okay, all we do is just take the seed that God supplied. See, first God give you the seed some more. <clears throat> Increase. Look at all the words that God used. Very big, big words, right? Like uh, just now this morning, right? Big, big, was a big God, generous God. Increase, Ozano. Okay, to grow, to cause to grow, to cause to increase, become greater. Your business will grow. Okay, don't look at your business and say it's going to die. <laughs> okay, look at your business and say, as I, I type this business to you, I you know I give it to you, Lord. Okay, then it will grow, plant it, so increase, become greater, of plants, of infants, multitude of people. Right, that's the word meaning the grow to wax, enlarge, enlarge your tent, enlarge. All right, actively and passively. <laughs> I suddenly saw this word for active and passive income here. <laughs> Really joke, but then it's the first time I saw it. So for those of you who know active income, active income, right? I, I, actively and passively, it's going to grow. You sow that seed, all right, into God. All right, give it to God. You will have active and passive. <laughs> Pastor say amen. Okay, <laughs> yes, grow. Amen. Okay, this is God's promise to us. Okay, it means it will continue even when you are not doing anymore, right? God, the motion already start in the heavenly realm. God opened the windows of heaven, right? When you tithe and offer, and he pours now. This is God, right? I'm not talking about human being. This is God, okay? Who is our Father. So go back to uh, creation, and you will see the purpose of God, the, the heart of God in the very beginning, okay? So now we have the new creation in Christ. Look at the beginning. God bless them. Did God curse them? No, God bless them. Who is them? Who is the them? Adam and Evelyn, Zoe and Evelyn go. 
the one new one, the new creation one. Okay, so and God said to them, "You only think of this as a uh, many children <laughs> and many multiplying, right?" God said that Jesus said to the disciples, "You know, you give them something to eat. You give them, be fruitful." Why mostly our mind go there to producing children, <laughs> but it's much more than that. Okay, this is the, the, the heart of God, the mind of God. The, this is how God works. God is not work by little bit, little bit. One, right? it says, be fruitful, bear fruits. Okay, so in our lives we will bear fruit for others to eat. Right, you don't bear your you are the tree and then you eat your own fruit. Okay, your fruit. Of course, also the fruits of the spirit around your goodness, uh, patience, kindness, right? as well as physical one. And subtract, divide, multiply. It's already in Genesis. God's vocabulary and God's purpose, intention, and ability and power is the word multiply. One number times five. Another number become greater and bigger amount, right? That's why God told Abraham, right, to go up into the sea. Look at the sun. If it's still because why he was also in the natural realm, right? So he had to see the stars in the sky. Look a lot, a lot. See pictures a lot, a lot. Of course, you need to after you sow up, right? If you don't sow, then you see and see also nothing will happen, right? He will provide your needs, but the. The, a lot, a lot of multiplication is come from the sowing. So multiply, replenish the earth. I said, today, that's what also God is doing through the church. God has blessed the church, not only here, okay? Everywhere, His church. So that they can replenish. In the times of famine, people go to the church, right? For food, for supply, for help, for healing, for prayers. What a great testimony, right? If you are belong to a church that cannot help others, one, then uh, ask God. <laughs> okay, what's happening? Okay, because the church is the body of Christ. God will multiply the resources, multiply the health and healing, the faith. All right, that at this time, right, we can be protected from the the viruses or whatever, and we also have supply of food or finances all right to bless the underprivileged or those who do not have until they come to a place where they are also grow in Christ and they are able to supply to others replenish this earth okay refill use already filled the all ever flowing provision of God whether it's great is grace or right? whether it's healing is health is youthfulness every blessing it never stop. Replenish. Fill it. Fill it. Fill it. No more. It already fills some more. Pour some more wine. <laughs> okay. Or tea. And subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea. Over the fowl of the air. Over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Go catch the fish. And then cook chili fish. <laughs> Robert Lowe. Okay. So we have dominion. Okay. Power. This is all God's purpose when he created us in his image see you know when you create a you are the inventor you you already know what you plan to do with that right whether it's a painting or a sculpture or whatever right you already plan the purpose already for it to 
you know, maybe bless many, many people when they see the aesthetic of the painting, you know, they will be happy. In the, in the heart of the author or the artist or the creator, you already have all this in mind. Your creation, what is it supposed to do? Yeah, so it's the same in the heart of God. When he created you and me, created Adam and Eve, this is what is in his mind. Multiplication, replenishing this earth, increase. All right, although, yes, they sinned and lost everything, but we all know the good news, right? Everything restored and even more in Christ, the new creation. See, his church will never lack. If it's his true church, okay? The, the believers will never lack. They will always be able to give to others. Then it's a healthy church. Okay. Multiply in the Hebrew, all right? Just now we saw English dictionary. It's the word rabah, which means be and become great. So God's intention was for man, Adam and Eve, <laughs> Evelyn, all right, to become great, to become many, to become much, be or become much, be or become numerous. Multiply. I think this is where you missed, right? So multiply Rabbah in the, in the Hebrew, okay? To be or become great, be or become many, be or become much, be or become numerous, multiply of people, animals, things, all right? To be or grow great, to make large and large, increase, become many, to make much, make many, multiply, to increase, to make much, to increase greatly or exceedingly, exceedingly much, right? To make great or enlarge. See, this is God's in God's mind when he created you, Ruth. <laughs> okay, all of us, any, everyone, this is in God's mind when you got born again. Okay, it just not that put you on this earth and then that's it. This is in God's mind where He created Adam and Eve to become great. That's why Abraham, right, he said that you will become, you know, I will bless you and you will be a blessing. Okay, so we know blessing is in every area, not just provision. As long as we don't put our heart in things. Hmm? They can come, they can go. Paul says, well, I am content to abase and to abound. Because our life does not consist in the material things. But God wants to bless. Multiply. A, a, a primitive root to increase. Abundance. Authority. Abundance of authority also. Right? You tell the devil to get out of your, of your house, your family, your, right? Enlarge, bring up, excel, exceeding, be full of great. So when your words today, after this, you go and talk, okay? Get rid of all those words that are not in the God's vocabulary. Start talking this God's words, right? That God enlarge, excel, even when I had nothing or I had, I had a lot of things and then nothing, you know, I'm just like what Paul said, like, I know how to abase, I know how to abound, right? There are times when I have a lot, there are times when I'm never, I never lack, I mean, I always had food, but, you know, don't have that much, still okay, doesn't matter, all right? I, but I'll still keep on speaking, all right? God's uh, abundance in my life, God's grace in my life, He will provide, He is a good, good father, right? The, the, 
future, uh, what is that? God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think according to the power that works inside me. It still continue, right? Keep on speaking the word of God, right? The big, big words. God's enlarging me. Don't say, oh, I think uh, God is, uh, you know, going to take away this from me, going to take away that. No, wrong. Okay, <clears throat> see all this word, grace, heap upon grace, right? There's a word, heap that in the word, multiply. Grace, heap upon grace. On top of grace, more and more. This is how God will take care of us. Grow, belong, many, more, in number, plenty, nourish. So they said, you have enough. Uh, just say, I have more than enough, plenty. Okay, because why? We are speaking from the spiritual realm, from the heavenly realm. Okay, if you cannot see, ask God to open it. I just read the Bible, read the words. If you say, I cannot see the spiritual realm. I keep on seeing, I only got two fishes and five loaves. <laughs> I cannot see the 5,000 loaves. Then read it out aloud. That's why meditation and confession comes in. Okay, you cannot see until you put inside the picture into your spirit man's eyes so automatically now it's like, i cannot see i cannot see i only see what's in my bank account okay all right normal because that is your physical realm all right so that's why in order for you to change the picture to be able to see or you see the sickness you see the pain you see the this one you need to look at god's word only god's word will show you the spiritual realm okay and then speak that word and begin to see that picture, see the picture of you know uh, multiplication of provision of healing, until you close the Bible. Also, you can see. Okay, that's why we need to meditate the Word of God. All right, or by your own, I ask you to see. Definitely cannot see it because you are still in the five senses realm. Right, that's why we need to how to go into the promised land. Uh, Joshua, God told Joshua what. This book of the law, the five, five, you know, the, actually it's the word of God, shall, the grace of God shall not depart from your, now I forgot idea, <laughs> the mouth, yeah. But you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. So observing what? You know what? Observant, the word observant, you need to look, right? That's why you need to gaze into the spiritual realm. Where to gaze? You don't look, you can look at me also. <laughs> okay, but look into the word of God. Okay, look into the gaze there, day and night, gazing there. Look there, what the word of God says. And then, if there's things that you can do, put it into action. And what will happen? You will make your way prosperous. That's what it says in Joshua 1 8. And that's what Jesus said. Now, you give them to eat. Yeah, okay. So the first part is the observation. <laughs> you don't observe all the natural things that's happening here on this earth. <gasps> observe what is happening in the Bible. This is your realm. Okay, the heavenly realm is your realm. <clears throat> and then give thanks and it will multiply. And God said, see, I have given you. Right? In the, in the Hebrew and Greek, there is no past uh, future tense, all right. There's own, and also don't have past present. It is 
perfect and imperfect tense. So here God said, I have, it's a perfect tense. I have already given you. I have given you. Many times you say, God, please give me. God, please give me. Oh, God, please give me. God, please heal me. Please, please, right? That means it's not yet. You haven't received it. But the Bible says that I have given you. Just like Jesus told the disciples. Okay? You have it already. You have it already. You have it already. You have what? You have Jesus, the source and supply of everything you ever need. Need to break down into everything. Jesus is everything. So you have Jesus, right? How many of you don't have Jesus? You have Jesus, right? So you have Jesus, you have everything already. Okay? Healing, you have. Health, uh, finances, provision, joy, peace, righteousness, you have it already. And here, God already said from the very beginning, I have given you every hurt, every need that you want, right? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not. I don't have any other need. Every herb that you see, see, everything in God's mind is about something about uh, passive income, <laughs> okay? Something that can produce, continue to produce by itself, okay? God has already planted it and set it into motion in this world, right? We just need to follow, okay? The step by step. So I have the herb that has seed, okay? which is on the face of all the earth, every tree that has fruit and the fruit has seed. I don't know whether got fruit without seed one. <laughs> they let me know. Every fruit got seed, right? Why? Because it's supposed to multiply. It's supposed to continue. Okay, so if a fruit is a, it's a strange fruit <laughs> without seed one, but this is how God created. Every fruit got seed. Every herb got seed. And to you, it shall be for food. So most of the time, sometimes we eat the seed <laughs> today. So instead of plant the seed, so God already tells us in Corinthians, right? You eat the, the bread, the food, but the seed, the fruit you eat, the seed you plant for future, let's set into motion. That means you continue to continue giving that process. It will become passive income. <laughs> People are very excited with the word, actively and passively. Okay, so cute. It's in the Bible. And it is God's, uh, God's way. So the last verse, uh, I think not yet. While the earth remains. Hey, where is the scripture for this? Got some more. Uh, never mind. It's, uh, it's in, I think, Genesis chapter 8. Okay, so... While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. God set into motion a certain law of nature, which is all this. Cold and heat, not God, right? Winter and summer, God. Even in Malaysia and Singapore, we don't have spring and autumn. We also have winter and summer, right? <laughs> cold and hot. And day and night on this earth. This is for earth. Okay, so God will not change. So the first one is seed time and harvest. This is to provide for mankind. Okay, for the sustenance, food. Seed time and harvest. So what is seed time and harvest? The first one, zera or zera. Okay, it means sowing. Seed time is the sowing time, right? 
sowing the seed will always is God's principle. Okay, God will stick to that principle just like day and night on this earth. So sowing seed of uh, sowing time, right? So there will be a sowing time. Plant, sow, plant, and then harvest time. So harvest is what? This is dictionary. It's a process of harvesting crop. Okay, so that if you plant the seed and then oh, Robert and Joan harvest all the mint leaf and all those things. So got, got these two things happening or not? Seed time and harvest or not? Or is it straight away you harvest? You have to plant the seed first, right? Then you wait for a short while, then only harvest. So same, all right? So the harvesting, of course, we all like the harvesting part <laughs> because can can eat, right? So the reaping part, the process of period of gathering in the crops, right? Also applies to both uh, souls also, saving soul. You, you, you put the seed in, all right? You share the gospel, okay? Either you harvest or maybe someone harvests. That means the person received a lot. So same as in our uh, finances and whatever we have, okay? There is a time that you may be just sowing, okay? But the promise is, and the grace you will never lack. But for the harvest, it depends on the sowing, the big harvest. So reaping, the picking time, right? You pick the fruits, okay? Collecting, collecting, garnering, ingathering, the gleaning, okay? Like in room, right? But that is the sowing. So seed time and harvest is already set. We cannot try to go around it, <laughs> okay? We just follow and you will have your harvest. The timing, all right, it is God who determines. Remember time? We go by chronological. God don't see chronological. <laughs> so I have lived so many, many years. Okay, so I leave it to God. When is the harvest time? And I can see the, the harvest of my sowing. All right, so each one of you just continue in the sowing and you will see the harvest in his time. But it won't be another 30 years because Jesus come already. <laughs> Okay, it will be very fast also, all right, because of the prophecy also that God has given beautiful ashes in Amos. Everything will happen so fast. You look right, you look left, blessing, blessing. It's really happening, you know. Uh, if you believe and you continue to sow. This generous God, in the TPT version, just now we read in New King James, this generous God, see, Jesus and our generous Father God. In Father, because he's so related to us, Right, so intimate, we are so cherished by him and God to show us that he is able to do that. He has the power to multiply. <laughs> Your earthly father may not have the power to multiply. Your heavenly father God, okay, because he's God, all right, who supplies abundant seed. He will supply, okay, for the farmer. If you are a farmer, if you're not a farmer, you don't need seed, right? <laughs> so that's why you don't have seed, okay? But if you choose to be a farmer, and say, God, I want to be a farmer, all right? I want to be a farmer. Then God will supply you seed, okay? Abundant. And then which becomes bread for our meals. So the first thing is take care of you. You will have your meals. You will have more enough, more than enough. And then more for others, all right? Extravagant towards you. He is, he first supplies every need. So he will provide for you first. Then plus more. Plus is good. Huh? Then he multiplies the seed as you sow it. 
okay, as I explained already, as we, you know, sowing it or actually is after it's as it's sown, the seed must die, all right, must depart from you so that the harvest of your generosity will grow. You want to grow, right? Not we grow, but you know, whatever we have sown will grow. And this is God's will, God's plan and purpose. All with this little part for us to do. Okay, don't see, I don't have. Right? The disciples said, two, five loaves, two fishes. And Jesus said, you already have. Give it to me. He didn't wait for them to have. He don't need them to have 5,000 loaves. He can multiply it for them. But he need your five loaves and two fishes to be presented to him. Okay? And then you will be excited to see, all right, in these coming days, all right, the harvest of the seeds that you have sown. And not only for yourself, but for others around you. The goodness of God, the generosity of God. We are a generous father. This has to change. We can say it, but I know there's a taking time to renew, okay, in the mind. Okay, God give us that time. Don't worry. All right, as long as we keep on looking, where? Gazing into the heavenly realm from his word. Look at what we cannot see in the natural until it is full grown inside your imagination. All right, and it will manifest. Okay, you'll be able, God will give you that faith. To, to plant the seed, to sow, and to trust Him for the harvest. Amen?